yes, welcome, welcome on in. Welcome back to the Gaming Podcast Live. I'm your host, Mia Byton. We're here every two weeks to talk gaming stories, news, gossip uh, with your favorite content creators. Don't forget, you can keep up with all the latest news and features from Gaming Magazine by visiting us online at GamingMag.com. But I cannot do this alone. And uh, I have some unfortunate news. Um, I do usually have a guest host and the guest host that we did have planned today, Ready, Set, Ben, unfortunately could not be here today. They uh, had some personal reasons that they, they an emergency that I had to take care of, to put it, to, to put it straight. Uh, but fortunately, we have the lovely, lovely, uh, wonderful uh, streamer that they are to step in at the last minute. Say hello to Jamie Voiceover. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank God I can hear you. For some reason, I've I I couldn't hear myself at the beginning of the podcast, but um, I still can't now. But I can hear you, so that's the important part. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. How are you doing today, Jamie? I'm I'm honestly doing great. Um, I hope you're doing well as well. Um, basically, just had like a a little family thing, and I basically got back, and I was like, yeah, it's like I'm ready just to get started. Yes, thank you so much for uh, for jumping in at the last second there. Uh, I got a message today, and I just just like, oh, oh, I need to find someone, uh, find someone who's who's amazing, knows what they're doing, knows their way around a podcast. And I thought, whoever then the wonderful Jamie voiceover to jump in and and say hello. Yeah, yeah I I I I, uh, I appreciate the thought as well. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, just a quick reminder for those who are joining us live, you can interact with the podcast both here in Twitch chat and in uh, in a special dedicated section over in the Gaming Magazine Discord as well. Heck yeah, you can. Yes, go check that out. You can use exclamation point Discord in chat, I believe, uh, if you're watching this live on Twitch, because we are live on Twitch right now. Come on over to twitch.tv forward slash gaming mag to come and check out the show live if you're listening to this the audio podcast version. Uh, but before we go any further, we need to introduce our super special guest this week. And they they are they are pretty cool, pretty cool human being. A wonderful actor and content creator. It's the uh the voice of Steph Gingrich in Life is Strange True Colors herself, none other than the wonderful Katie Benz. Hello! Hello! Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you again so much for having me. That's great. How are you doing? Good. It's it's great to have you here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for this. And uh, yeah, it's awesome to see so many lovely people in the in the chat too, ready to hang mm-hmm. with us. Honestly, I see chat is super super hyped today, and uh, hopefully we're going to get into some. Uh, good conversation here yeah. so uh yeah yeah what have you what, how's your day been going for you so far what have you been, what have you been doing what have you been up to? um well for some reason i woke up at i don't know 5 30 in the morning just because i don't know you know sometimes <laughs> our bodies do that and then i could not get back to sleep for like three hours so oh i hate um, that i hate that so much yeah, yeah. but mm. um i'm i'm doing well i just know that tonight i'll crash you know so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. I will say. Well, you've got reason to. Because I, I, I will say that both uh, Katie and I are under the weather. Um, yeah, we're both sick at the moment, so it's it's up to to Jamie to do all the the heavy lifting on today's podcast. Carry it uh, all. Good luck with that. Oh no. Good luck with that, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping it on you now. It's gonna be. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Throw you into the pool. 
uh, the deep end of the pool, as my dad did to me to teach me to squint, swim. That really wow. happened? Uh, it's something like that. Something like that. It was... Uh, I don't, let's not get into it. it. (laughs) Oh my God. Moving forward forward and looking back, uh, let's move on to a uh, a section that that we like to call the weekly recap. Uh, So I'm actually going to let Katie, let us know what you've been up to recently. Is there anything that you've been playing, watching? What has been in the world of Katie Bentz recently? So I started a second replay of Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, the first time I played it was about four years ago when I first started my Twitch channel. I think it was I think it was probably the second game I played after Life is Strange um, on my stream. And I didn't really I still didn't understand how to play games and stream. And that's a very difficult game to to try to dump, you know, dive into because there's so it's a big much. game. Yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was when I first realized that I'm not an open world gamer. Like, it's just it's bad. But. Um, it was a charity goal of of mine on our stream that we did a couple weeks back where I would play Horizon Zero Dawn if we reached this uh, mm-hmm. uh, specific goal and we reached it. So oh, that's awesome. We, Which shot, what, what goal was it and who was it for? Oh my gosh. We oh. ended up raising, um, we ended up raising 12, over $12,000 uh, for the Ukraine, Ukraine crisis fund. I don't that's remember. Amazing. I think it was the 10,000 goal was Horizon Zero Dawn. I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, That's we, awesome. this, yeah, the community is incredible. Um, the charity support is incredible. So yeah, I started playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn this past week and I actually mm-hmm. am enjoying it this time. Um, and I think it's just because I kind of understand gameplay now a little bit better. Um, yes. yeah. And I'm, I'm just enjoying it. I don't know. And I'm getting lost in the picture mode. So yeah. Honestly, I've had a similar experience um, with a game that I I played very early on in my streaming career as well. I've gone back to Bloodborne recently. And I don't know if it's just because I've played through all of Elden Ring and like I had so much fun with that. So chat was like, oh, you need to do another Souls game. And I was like, well, I never finished Bloodborne. I got to a point in Bloodborne where I I hit a brick wall and I just I I was so angry that I just quit it outright. so now I've gone back to it and it, it's a lot easier now. So I'm assuming that I'm either I'm a better gamer at this point yeah. or I'm just better at streaming and playing at the same time now. I don't know, but I could definitely tell there's a difference. Yeah, there. that's exactly yeah. what happened to me too. I just, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like able to shoot arrows better. Also, I'm playing it on story mode. So like I'm playing it on the easiest thing I possibly could. So that also could be the reason why I'm better, uh, you know, but no, you're just, you're just a better gamer now. That's, that's all it is. Also, I commend that's, you that's... for playing Bloodborne. I tried to play Dark Souls uh, one stream. And that was it. Mm. I don't even, I think I like gave up halfway through the stream and started playing something else. I couldn't do it. I was so mad at that game. Honestly, like if you want to play a Souls game that's a, a much more accessible at this point, I'd say give Elden Ring a shot. I have it. Uh, because you have I it? Do. Have you played it yet? Not yet, because I have a huge backlog, but I will play it. I will take it. I'm going to take a whack at it and we're going to try to do it. Mm-hmm. You should. If you if you hit a brick wall in that game, the great thing is it's open world, so you can just wander off somewhere else. I've heard, else yeah, and, you just like, do... how, you know, you're in a mess with a big boss and you don't want to do it anymore, you just leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of like that yeah, idea. exactly. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I left a bunch of bosses unfinished, leveled up like 60 levels, and then just came back and, and trounced them later. Them? It was, oh, I bet that mm, Absolutely. Oh, it was it was it was very good. Like some of those bosses, though, even when you're high level are, are so infuriating, though. But um, yeah, just go the uh, just go the magic route. You'll you'll be magic fine. Magic route, you'll okay. Noted. Magic route mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. 
Is there uh, is there anything else that you've been up to recently? Or? Um, yeah, just trying to get back into the swing of things. Um, with with streaming since I've been a little bit under the weather. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, another one of the charity goals we had was a uh, community week, like just a community game week straight. So we're doing that next week, which is going to be super fun. So like every single game you could possibly play with your Twitch community, we're going to be playing next week. And oh, um, that's awesome. Anything with that uh, integration, Twitch integration? Oh my God. Don't, I, okay. Uh, I don't, we have move or die. I don't know if you've played move or die choice chamber that does have twitch integration yeah that, choice that's, chamber, that's very fun chef squad um those are Ooh. like i think the only I, well there's marvels on stream too i didn't put marvels on stream on there i gotta do that too and stream racers have you played mm. those are i've oh. i've heard of that one yeah it's uh, a lot I'm of fun those are all really great all of those all five of those are really great chat interaction games and i love that so much um mm. but somebody came into my stream yesterday and said that oh my gosh what game was it where it's a uh, crowd control on Fall Guys. I haven't tried crowd control oh. yet, but I heard that that's... I've, I'm not either. Yeah, it's a Twitch but extension, I, I believe. How does that work? Yeah, it's a Twitch extension. I don't know, but I guess they can mess with your gameplay or something. Um, I need to look into oh. it because there's a couple games on there that you can play. So, um, yeah. Anything anything that, that I can just let the chat awesome. ruin my, my night is fine. So, yeah. Honestly, I feel like those are some of the experiences that that chat has the most fun with. Just like making a streamer's life hell yeah. is is usually it. chat's job. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, Jamie, what what have you been up to recently, hun? Um, not much because of like a bunch of technical issues. However, I have been playing um, Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. uh, oh. quite a bit, and I've been uh, mainly just crafting. Uh, yes, because I find it like really relaxing. Like after mm. like a hard day, you basically just sit down, you just make like a bunch of armor and like make, make a bunch of like food or something, especially like when you're collecting resources, um, like, and you just have like a TV show, like off on the side. So mm-hmm. you just like time, like it can go by hours, like, and you just like, don't know what you're doing with yourself. Honestly, just, like, I, I feel you. I feel you there. Like when I got into the crafting stuff in Final Fantasy 14, I would literally just sit down. I would stick off some, I'd stick on something at the side, like a, a podcast mm-hmm. or YouTube videos, and just and just get to work. It's the most mundane and repetitive thing that I think I've done in Final Fantasy 14. And honestly, I don't enjoy it all that much. But it's relaxing when you when you don't want to engage with some of like the harder content in that game. It's yeah. it's nice just to sit back and and just uh, I don't know. Make yourself a new pair of shoes. That's yeah. always fun, and it's like a really good way to make money for if you like, for example, like me have uh, item armor too low to do the next dungeon, so you need to make money when you only have like five thousand gil to your name. So I'm poor, and I'm and I'm spending all my money on materials, and it's like an infinite loop. Oh yes, I'm trapped yeah, in crafter that's hell. How they get you. It's yeah. uh, it's it's that that whole system is a work. They just drag you in so you can sell stuff to each other within that system. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate, have you ever played like Final Fantasy fourteen or anything? No, any, I've any never MMOs? I've never played um I've never played any game like that before ever. And mm. um I'm I you know, I'll never say I'll never do it, but I just haven't had I don't know, I just don't know. I haven't had the pull to it yet. Um, mm. I don't know if I'd enjoy it, but you know, I might try as well, well at some point. The interesting thing is, um, did you know that Final Fantasy fourteen has an unlimited the free trial with uh have you with an unlimited um, playtime up to level sixty? With it includes the award-winning first expansion, Heaven's Ward, and it's all well. free. You know what else is free? And it's all free. And you know what you should tr- try playing if you haven't? What's that? League of Legends. And everybody out oh. there listening, that is also free. <laughs> 
Um, and I've gotten way too many people in my community addicted to this game and I would love to just get mm -hmm. more people. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never touched league. Like I, I'm kind of like scared of like MOBAs in general because mm. I know I'll be bad at them and then people will type in chat you're terrible no. at this game log out forever Here, and I'm, I'm just scared of that here's the thing with with League of Legends is people just have this idea there's like this stigma people in the chat are mm -hmm. like my mod is like Katie please <laughs> listen Val I have to just I have to give the <laughs> oh, word wow. out there of of League wherever I can okay um, but the thing that I think there's a stigma out there that League is toxic right and it's true because it mm. can be really toxic but if you have like the right people to play with, if you just turn the chat off, like there's so many things you can do just to have fun. And you'd be surprised. There's so many people who are like, oh, I'm going to suck at this, but then they just get into mm. it and they're just having fun. Like league is so much fun. I don't know. You know what? I actually like, I might, I might dip my toe because the funny thing that happened this, this last week, actually this last week and a half is um, I, 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 I played a game that I never thought I would ever play yeah. uh, for the first. For, and, and I'm kind of like a little bit addicted now. I started playing Fortnite. And you just started playing Fortnite again, too. What? It's because uh, now the building is gone. Yeah, get out it's, of there. it's so much more appealing yes. to me because now when I'm shooting someone, all of a sudden I'm not fighting a tower for some exactly. reason. So, yeah, it feels like you can actually like strategize now. Yeah. You can like say... You're getting towards the end. Take take the high ground. Take take those points on top of the hills and stuff. So you you have have as much uh, advantage as possible over the other players. And I love I, I've been loving it so much. Yeah. I I I bought V Bucks yesterday and I, I bought some skins. And I'm like, addicted. oh god. You're yeah, into it. This is the first time you played. You didn't play when it first came out. Uh, well, actually, funnily enough, I was actually a founder for Fortnite oh. before it was a battle royale game. So Yay. when it originally came out, it was um, the uh, Save the yeah, World. Yeah, it was the little uh, uh, game that they've got story in there. mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, my friend had like uh, had backed the game. I think it was like a Kickstarter That's or an Indiegogo wild. at that point. Yeah, and they. Uh, they they gave me a copy of it, uh, which is a founder copy. And I was like, okay, I'll play this. And then when they announced the Battle Royale stuff, I felt so uh, betrayed by Epic yeah. in general. I'm like, no, I don't I wanted this to be a, a tower defense game. Yeah. I was enjoying it. Now they've sold out and they're trying to get the big books. And, and I just like swore it off forever. Mm -hmm. I, I, dab I went back to it a couple of times. And again, I, I'd be fighting against people who would all of a sudden just raise up towers. And never could build ever. Yeah. I'm I I was awful at it as well. It's like, I, what is the strategy here? Just build a tower faster than the other person. <laughs> um, so I I I'm just having a lot of fun with it now. Yeah. That and and I never thought I'd be able to say that. So that's 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 news to me. So maybe uh, a MOBA or two might be yeah. might be well, worth if you playing. Ever play, let me know. Hell yeah, I'll yeah. We'll you. do Fortnite at some point. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll teach you League um, and play Fortnite. Let's go. <laughs> yes, League and Fortnite. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, the other great thing that's happened over this last week is uh, I'm now officially friends uh, with. Mad Moxie from the Borderlands series. It's yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. they, I haven't played that series they followed... yet either. Oh, I know it's I it's to. actually a lot I of fun. It. It's a lot of fun. Oh, you have that yeah, too. I have, so... you have... <laughs> I have a lot of games. It's all good. Yeah, 
It's an amazing uh, looter shooter series. Our producer, Robin, he is a diehard fan of Borderlands. He loves it to death. It's it's like the, uh, it's I think it's Lego games and Borderlands <laughs> are the two things he loves. He used to be the co-host on this podcast. So if I don't mention it, he will, he will, he will lose that. his mind. Mm-hmm. And he was so angry that Moxie sent me a, a bottle of uh, her, her collaboration with, with Ballantine's oh. finest. This is like a whiskey. Now, I'm not, I don't drink much alcohol and I don't drink whiskey, but I, uh, I I made a special exception for for a video game character sending me some alcohol. Yeah, so, uh, you just put it yeah, on the back of your yeah. shelf and you don't have to drink it. You just put it back there, show it off. Mm-hmm. Did you take? Have you taken a drink of it though? I have taken a drink Whiskey's of it. Really, I, I made. I'm with you. It's just. I'll drink it with Coke, but the only problem is that like uh, Jack and Coke used to be my my blackout drink. Oh. So I would I would I would drink that a lot when I went, when I went out and I would make mistakes. That's the problem uh, with me drinking whiskey. Yeah. It leads to mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a rum kind of gal now, and I very rarely drink at this point. Yeah. But um, honestly, I made this thing called a Moxie's Mule, which is basically uh, the, just the same thing as I think ginger beer. I'm not. Yeah, I ginger love, beer, yeah. lime. Yeah. Uh, wasn't as good. I, I missed the rum. I wanted rum. In have mine, you ever had in, tequila whiskey, so. in your mule? Have you had a Mexican I mule? I haven't had a Mexican mule. That sounds interesting. It's very though. tasty. Ooh, yeah, I started with okay. vodka, you know, and then I just changed it up. I don't think I've had a rum one before. I don't drink a lot yeah, either, um, so I'm with you on that. Yeah, no, I, I like very good. Honestly, the pandemic has destroyed me for drinking. Uh, I was I was at the gaming awards this past week, uh, and they had an open bar oh, no. uh, with like oh, no. beer, and I, I had like a cider and some wine, and I was like gone straight away. I had two drinks with water in between, and I got and I just can't I can't hold my alcohol anymore. Yeah. I'm really sad about it. Oh. Like just not drinking for two years, I guess, yeah. can can just screw you up completely yeah yeah uh anyway uh okay moving forward it's time for a section we like to call bite-sized news which is exactly what it sounds like it's where we go over everything gaming in the news recently and funnily enough i mentioned the gaming wards that kicked off uh this past monday and it was a fabulous event i was there as i as i previously mentioned but i got to see all the the wonderful queer content creators that were up for awards and stuff we hung out we had drinks it was absolutely fantastic so we're going to do a little bit of a recap here uh starting with the in fact i'm going to skip that one for a second jamie why don't you tell me uh, who won the Authentic Representation Award? So, at the Gaming Awards on Monday, the winner of the Authentic Representation Award was none other than Life is Strange True Colors, which is Hell amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. other nominees were Boyfriend Dungeon, Unpacking, and Unsighted as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's absolutely fantastic and obviously well-deserved. Um, I can remember like when I was playing through um, Life is Strange, True Colors, and and sub- subsequently the Wavelengths DLC and the the representation for obviously like queer people in that. It's, it's done so well because it's not like super in your face. It's not a, a trait that defines any of these characters. They just happen to be queer and exist in the world and... And I, I think that's the most authentic you can be about those characters. But I, I will tip my hat to the the pride section of, of Wavelength 
when you're just going through the memories and uh, when Steph was like back in Seattle with the with the band and going to the Pride events for the first time and just and just feeling that or like that that representation right there and like why why this event for some people who might not even know about Pride matters to people and I've it was it was really cool like as a as a queer person like I I I really loved and you could tell that some of the devs obviously must be queer because if they're not. They're, they're they're doing a really good job at pretending um, yeah it's uh, absolutely fantastic um after that we have the best lgbtq character award which funnily enough uh was won by life is strange true colors again for alex chen yeah, i'm wearing your shirt uh, everybody i'm a little dj cat. it's great it's great <laughs> like I, as soon as I saw you wearing that today, I was like, oh, I, I've worn that in the game. That was like one of the outfits yeah. that I wore. It's great. <laughs> uh, so also for that was Helmet Fullbear and Bob Zanotto from Psychonauts 2, uh, Steph Gringrich uh, from Life is Strange Two Colors, as well as Meredith Weiss from Lake. For me, it would have been a toss up, honestly, between Steph and and Alex. Like I love them both equally. I I don't think I'd be able to choose between the two. But I'm I'm glad that there was that Life is Strange uh again representation in that award there because it has been um again, I don't wanna I don't wanna toot the game's horn <laughs> too much, but it has it has been like a very impactful, I imagine, for a lot of people and um just just to have a game that puts like LGBTQ characters front and foremost is 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 great to see it was really really mm-hmm. cool um to see steph being like acknowledged for what she's done for so many people you know mm-hmm. i i love that mm-hmm. like i don't know like i she's so close to my heart um because you know she's my connection to this beautiful community um mm-hmm. you know and uh the letters that i've received and the people that have sent me messages about what she's done for them and how she's helped them and uh, then for her to, because you know, I didn't know that was going to happen. And I just like saw it when the gaming awards uh, announced the nominations. And I was like, oh my God, this makes me so happy because like, you know, the the team over at Deck Nine worked so hard on that character. And so it was really cool to see mm-hmm. that. And, um, but yeah, and I'm so happy that like, what, that I'm, I'm happy that one of us got it. You know, I'm happy that um, Alex won because again, like the representation, it's so, so, it's so beautiful. And so it's really cool mm-hmm. to be able to, bring home another award for the game i will say this is going to be awful for the audio listeners but i love the uh is that a, a, like a painting that, that that kind of portrait you've got yeah of Steph yeah that, uh, tori did that right yeah, tori yeah that's a yeah. oh nice yeah, that's a that's old yeah that's from like four almost four and a half years ago um one of the first oh, nice. fan arts i saw of steph and then the life is strange fandom like the the main life is strange.com fandom uh was doing a giveaway or something around christmas time and um the uh the person who runs it chris was like hey you know we'll send you one too we're gonna have you Mm -hmm. signed to Mm -hmm. to send out to people and then we can send you a full frame and i was like oh my gosh yeah so that's just that's gonna always be the forefront of anything because she's so so dear to me and uh yeah, Chris oh, yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the next award there, Jamie. I do. Yeah, the best LGBTQ indie game award, um, which went to Unpacking. Oh, which was um, Unpacking's a really fun I game. I just played well. it and I loved it yes. so much. Mm-hmm. 
See, I haven't played it yet, so you're going to have to tell me like the 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 appeal of that game. I have it. I just so haven't appealing. played it. Mm-hmm. I, I've only like played like a small amount, but uh, I kind of know um, like the story about it, which was really adorable. Um, however, the other nominees were A Year of Springs, Boyfriend Dungeon, Lake, Sword of the Necromancer, and When the Night Comes. I will say, I'm not sure if it was audible in like the gaming awards stream, but when they uh, A Year of Springs came up, it's like this little tiny Ichio game. And I feel like I'm one of the very few people who've played it. But when it came up on the screen, one person screamed for it and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just turned to look at me like, uh, okay, all right. Hey, yeah, you like what you like about- in that? Hey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic game. Like, um, it's actually about a uh, trans person's experience. At least the 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 because it's a series of games. It's actually free on Itchio, but it's a trans person's experience going to a um uh, a Japanese like bathhouse. Oh, and uh, like hot springs. So it's it's about how they come to terms with going to the hot springs and obviously you know dealing with dysphoria mm. through that and not knowing where you're supposed to be. It was. It's a really cute and fun experience. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm. I'm glad it was all uh, like featured or even nominated yeah. on the list because I feel like that game is very, very underserved, un, un, underserved, not underserved, underserved. Uh, but yeah, I'm very, very glad that I'm packing one though because uh, a lot of people seem to love that game like so much. Yeah, it's it's a pretty short play too. Um, I think you could probably play it in like three, three and a half hours. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's one of the most beautiful ways to tell a story. Um, you literally mm. are just unpacking this person's life um, and you don't see who this person is. You don't you hear who this person is. You just get to learn about who they are in their journey by unpacking their items. And just yeah, seeing I, what their items are, you get to learn so much. And it's it's really well done. That's so cool. Because like I've heard it's like you, you have to piece together that story mm-hmm. from the little bits and pieces that you get. So yeah. that's that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, the next award that was uh, going down on the night was the LGBTQ Streamer of the Year Award. There are some wonderful, wonderful streamers up for this award, including Blizzbear, Critical Bard, Evo, Eret, uh, Nihachu, Ready Set Ben, Wreck It Raven, Sammy MJ, Shaba, and Jamie, Sean, and Toth. And uh, that went to Amesy, who is a Minecraft uh, streamer, very very young streamer. I think they're in their early twenties, but they do a lot of Minecraft content, and they're they're the forefront of being like the next generation of just like queer streamers who are being unashamedly themselves. So it's really great to see them uh, take home that award on the night. And of course, we have the LGBTQ streamer rising class of twenty two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, uh, part of that class um, are it's me, Holly. Crunchy, Coda Girl Chan, Lucia Everblack, Luke Boogie, and Awkwardish Panda. Yes, again, we've had them on the channel like multiple times now mm-hmm. at this point because we've actually been inviting them on shows and and shows like Let's Go Gaming and the podcast to get interviews with them. They are all like wonderful people. Originally, this award was going to go to one person, but I, I've got the inside oh. scoop that the uh, the judges. Uh, essentially we're like all of these people are doing such good work uh, as like upcoming streamers there's no way you can give the reward to one person over another and say it's more deserved so it kind of turned into this uh this class and it's great because now they're getting um extra extra support from twitch they're getting a bunch of like free stuff from cooler master mm-hmm. and, a, and a bunch of other that's amazing yeah, uh, 
Mm-hmm. They're getting like a bunch of stream kind of kit things from I think Stream Streamplify, and they're also going to be the founding members of the gaming magazine Twitch team as well, which is, oh, nice. is cool. which is great. So I get to like pull them in to uh, all the different things that we're going to be doing in the future, including Digipride and uh, and and any other wonderful things that end up on this channel or the YouTube in the future. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm really, really excited to get to work with them. Also, a couple of them were there in person. Uh, we had Luke Boogie, um, Coda Girl Chan, and It's Me Holly, who were actually there on the night. Again, two of them had flown in from the US and Canada oh, wow. as well. So it's like, yeah, just for, just for that night. And it's like, oh my God, that that is dedication mm-hmm. right there. And they are all, again, wonderful people, even in person. There are lots of hugs and and screaming that went on that night and and too many drinks and that so, was on a monday was, uh, night right i'm just gonna i just want to say monday that again night. it was on a monday night i was like was on, again for for queer people it doesn't matter what day of the week <laughs> it is uh if we're gonna celebrate our queerness we do it whenever whenever on a monday night it's, uh, going hard Love exactly it. i mean that's what they say like pride is uh, all year round it's not just exactly the the, so. uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah they somebody had said one of the speeches one of the speeches from the night like chimed in on that and it was just so real mm-hmm. i was like yeah 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 mm-hmm. um in fact like there was a wonderful speech from uh, i think again our producer robin who's like the head honcho over here at gaming at the end who who's just like reen reinforcing how how much meaning there is for a queer people and and the strides the strides that we've made in in the gaming industry in general and i think like the message that was taken away again that there couldn't be no like lgb without the t yeah. was was so meaningful yeah. and like got such a huge round of applause and like like people like standing ovations in the in actual theater I was uh, I was I was just taken aback, and because obviously there's a lot going on with trans people at the moment in the US, and and it's it's not the best time. So it was great to see that that reinforced support mm-hmm. right there. Um, yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Moving on, the next award was the best LGBTQ comic book moments, uh, which included uh, the likes of DC Pride number one, Killer Queens, X Factor number ten, and the Pride Omnibus, which actually took uh, home the uh, the trophy, the award that night. Um, wonderful to see the the author actually get up and accept that award, uh, especially that I think they were talking about how how they just wanted to write a book. For themselves more so than anything else, and they did, they didn't have any idea that, that this little thing that they wrote uh, would actually blow up and people would love it mm. so much, which was which was again fantastic. And uh, it's definitely worth checking out the Pride Omnibus. I've I've read I've read some of it. It's uh, about a like a version of a superhero world where queer heroes exist, but it's how they integrate into society and even with um, say like parodies of the Justice League and, and things like that in that world, how accepting are they of queer people? Like there's a character that specifically left a group like that because they basically pushed him out um, for being queer. And it's just, a, it's just a really interesting view of, of how these characters kind of interact with each other and how you don't really get a lot of focus in superhero stories on queer people um, in, in general. Well, obviously that's changed a bunch now with like uh, Marvel and DC actually coming out there and actually implementing queer characters into their stories a lot more. But historically, it's all been very like uh, straight edged kind of, you know, 
uh, these heroes are, are, you don't have to even question their sexuality, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to actually find uh, a comic that, that takes on these kind of conversations, which was really cool to see. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and the next award that was given out was the LGBTQ uh, Tabletop Gaming Award, um, which went to Adventure with Pride, Queer We Go Again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly love that title so much. Um, yeah, it's a great the, title. Yeah, the other nominees were The House Doesn't Always Win, uh, Thirsty mm-hmm. Sword Lesbians, and Wonder Home. Uh, oh my god. Thirsty Sword Lesbians. I know Queer We Go Again is a good title, but Thirsty yeah. Sword Lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> that's so good that's so good mm-hmm. uh the nice thing about adventure with, with pride is it's uh it, it basically adapts uh your D games uh to to be able to insert more queer content into them and make them more accepting and more open uh which is absolutely fantastic uh next up we had the best lgbtq contribution to esports which uh the nominees were amanda stevens cloud nine white valorant team some wonderful people on cloud nine by the way uh, including Annie, who's a fantastic queer content creator, and the Chicago Metropolitan Sports Association, and Emmy Captain Fluke Donaldson, who uh, took home the win. And it, again, great to see another trans person just just winning uh, awards on the day, and and the work that they've done within like the shoutcasting community and and esports uh, presentations, just to be that representation that you want to see in that industry. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, after that, with some of the bigger ones of the night, we have the Gaming Magazine Readers Award. Mm-hmm. And this was the, basically a public vote. Uh, the nominees for that were Boyfriend Dungeon, Forza, Horizon 5, Metroid De- Dread, Sable, Shin Megami Tensei 5, Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania, the Grace Ace, and the Grace Ace Attorney Chronicles, and Resident Evil Village took home the win. Have you played Resident Evil Village? Yes, and I yes. love it. It's my favorite it's so Resident good. Evil one. It's my favorite game. Yes, yeah. I mean, I really love four. Like four is up there. I haven't seen four as yet, vi- so. If you like Village, you'll probably like four. Okay. Village was basically kind of a love letter to four oh. in terms of like the the setting and and the general vibe. Yeah. That it was a little bit more um, action esque than it was like completely creepy almost. Yeah. Even though you did have those segments in in Village. A basement segment in Village with the baby. Oh God! Um, don't remind me of that. That and then the dolls. That gave, the dolls. Yeah, that whole section. Just, just I, I was like, nope. I want my weapons back. I want to be able to just, fight yeah, back. Just like crying at you, and yeah, there's yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was a mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was such a good, yeah, great I, game though. Absolutely fantastic game. And of course, it has uh, uh, Lady D yes. in there, uh, Mommy, Mommy Dimitrescu, yes. and uh, we all love her. Mm-hmm so much mm-hmm. uh before we move on to the the next award uh we had the industry diversity award um which was a, a wonderful range of um companies that have just done amazing work to try and raise diversity within the industry and there was women's and games international was featured there as a nominee london gamers i need diverse games which is actually uh tanya de Pass's organization tanya de Bass also took down the gaming icon award we had her on the show last week absolutely wonderful individual and uh but the winner of the industry diversity award actually went to the uk ie's raise the game pledge so congratulations to them and uh other than that i think we have the game of the year award too which uh, jamie why don't you tell us who, who was up for that and who won Okay, so there were four nominees um, for the Game of the Year Award, mm-hmm. being Unpacking, 
uh, Psychonauts, Boyfriend Dungeon, and the winner being Life is Strange True Colors. Mm-hmm. Which is... I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Like, I was supposed to be um, on the judging panel for, like, Game of the Year and stuff, but unfortunately, there were too many games and too little time I had to, like, play them, so I had to kind of, like, recuse myself as a judge because I didn't think I could, like, fairly say. But my vote would have gone straight <laughs> away for Life is Strange True Colors because, it, again, it's 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 super, super cool. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm so glad that it, it got the recognition that it deserved uh, during the night. And um, so many, obviously, other people seem to agree, too. And it's had such a strong effect, at least on all of the judges over at the uh, the Gaming Awards. So that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was your uh, how was your time with the uh with the game how have you how has the reception been for you oh amazing um it's just uh, you know i i knew that it was gonna i knew it was gonna be something big you know just because of, i mm-hmm. worked on it and i was like all right this is gonna be this they're gonna freaking love this they're gonna love these characters they're mm-hmm. gonna love the story they're gonna fall in love with everything about this and um that's what happened and it's just been amazing to have so many new people come into like my my world come into my my twitch community into the discord and just build this beautiful build this beautiful community even even bigger and brighter and um that's something that like i'm just so grateful for being a part of the life is strange series is that it's brought such incredible people you've got like these heartwarming individuals who just care about you know lifting each other up every single day mm. and that's what like is surrounding me constantly and it is just it feels so good like some of the most wholesome caring loving individuals and um mm. it makes sense because like you know you have a game like life is strange you have people who are very sympathetic very empathetic you know and of course the lovely people from the lgbtqia plus community you know like so it's just i'm just i feel so so lucky truly um to know such wonderful people and you know more people are still playing it and you know coming in and and saying that they enjoy it so much so it's just awesome to keep meeting new people and um mm-hmm. yeah and i i i get messages and tweets and i try to respond to as many as i can because i just appreciate them taking the time to you know tell me how they enjoyed the game and you know what stuff meant to them and and everything so it's just been a wild ride so far and i yeah mm-hmm. It always feels honestly, real. yeah. Mm-hmm. Deck Nine has done such a, a fantastic job, like just crafting that universe uh, oh, and, yeah. and just like Haven as a town. I I want to go to there. I want to live in that town. Uh, I just I just want to be in this idyllic kind of mountain location where I can run over to a record store or or, or drop by the bar and just hang out yeah. for the day. That's it's, well, they did. That's the life I want. They did it so well because it's like you know, Deck Nine is in Colorado, so like they mm-hmm. know that world. You know, they just mm-hmm. set it in their own world, and and so it's just it's just really amazing what they did. And um, mm-hmm. the technology, you know, was was so much more advanced, you know, than previous games. And um, mm. I think that helps so much with folks who are playing to connect with these characters, to connect with the story. Because, I mean, oh, some of those scenes, um, you know, uh, especially at the end where where Erica is uh, or where Alex is confronting Jed, um, that's one of my favorite parts of the entire game because of just mm-hmm. how detailed the faces are. And it just pulls yes, you definitely. In. They just they they, they I, did an amazing job. 
the the look of the game in general is so so pretty like i went back to it recently because when i was playing through the first time um obviously there's a dmca mode yeah. where it like turns off all the music yeah. and i'm like i actually want to ex- experience the actual experience that i was supposed to have outside of the stream so i went back and i was just like amazed like how good like the game looks and like the level of detail because they're not like photorealistic characters there's this obviously there's this kind of like i don't even want to say pixar it's like halfway between photorealistic and, yeah. and pixar in a way that they're i don't even know how to describe it but they're but the level of like fine detail almost this like painterly kind of detail that they get with their while while maintaining that like polish mm-hmm. in the game fantastic absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. i just had i had so much fun with it like even the, the second time around as well and let me tell you that scene you're talking about at the end with jed because i don't know if it was because of the choices that i made but it, that scene just frustrates me every single time yeah and I, I keep thinking maybe i'm making the wrong choice i don't know if it plays out of a different way but i the, everybody just distrusted me Except for for both yeah, times? everybody everybody oh turned on word. me both times. Yes, I listen. I made some poor choices. I made some poor choices you, both times. It's okay, you know they're your choices and you stand mm-hmm. by them. Um, but yeah, you can have everybody stand up for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to play through it you again now and try and get that up because you made some mistakes. I made some mistakes. <laughs> yeah, I was had a I'm few kidding. JDs and cl- cokes you at didn't the time. Make any yeah, that's no, that's it. your story, and uh, that's what's great about the Life is Strange series, you know, overall, and especially True Colors, mm-hmm. is that whatever you decide to do, whatever route you decide to take, whatever decisions you decide to make, like that's true to your story, and that's special mm-hmm. to each player individually. So there's not a right or wrong way to play the game. Um, but yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I need to stop falling into the same patterns clearly because it was about six months apart and I think I made some of the same choices. So yeah, I don't know what Who's affects that specifically you? that scene, but, uh, Steph. Oh my Steph gosh, you had nobody stand me. up for you. Okay. So yeah. mm-hmm. you, okay. So you took, you took the anger from Charlotte twice. I did it. Yeah. 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 Why? But you, when you, when going into it, did you know that you took the anger from her the first time, and you were just like, "I'm just gonna take See, I, 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 I had a recollection that I'd taken it from her the first time, yeah. but I was like, maybe I need to use this later and actually like push this oh. anger into somebody. Okay, and I completely forgot that that it would make mm. things go pear shaped. You need to play it and, again. Uh, you gotta play it. You I do. Gotta yeah. play it again. I do. Um, I do. Yeah, because you didn't tell you 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 didn't tell um, Eleanor either about the the death you, you, oh yeah i didn't, didn't i spared her both times yeah. i was like i can't yeah. do this to her oh no i need to start making different decisions then, yeah i'll play them back to back during the during chapter four during the uh uh whatever the festival um mm. you can find ducky somewhere my boy and that I didn't the, you do find that. him in the tavern you yeah. have to find ducky and it's one of the most heartwarming moments in the entire game it's what and it's, it's a, oh, another one of my favorite moments oh i'm so sad i didn't find ducky oh you ha- you no have okay well who, who ducky's an absolute sweetheart i don't even know exactly what you have to do to get um pike to stand up for you i can't remember, I can't uh, remember. do you have I'm to take to away his fear in order to have him stand maybe up that's you, what, or is that may, you never took away the fear yes i didn't uh, take yeah. away I, I thought it i love how you I played it exactly did. the same I love that. Yeah. She's your adventure game. It's usually <laughs> a second time. They're like, I'm going to do all these different choices. Mia's like, well, no. 
here's the thing. thing. Here's the thing. Like the first time I, I was getting through it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And then the second time mm-hmm. I was like exploring and trying to find these little things. And because it had been so long since I played it last time, I honestly think that I, I completely forgot the I mean, choices that I made the first time. Fair, like yeah. amount of time to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, it can mm-hmm. kind of be like a bit of a gut feeling as well. It's like what you truly believe exactly. to be right as well. True. So it's not truly yeah. about like you know like oh, what if you're doing the right thing is what exactly. you truly believe is right for Honestly, those people. Sometimes a choice would come up, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, I kind of want to pick this one, but it doesn't speak to my heart. So <laughs> I just yeah. chose the choices. Yeah, that's, that's and that's me, what's so. beautiful about these games. And yeah, you experience it how you're mm-hmm. supposed to experience it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, I. The, one of the reasons I love Steph. I was uh, playing through the 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 Wavelengths DLC, and it was nice to know that when she started doing her radio station gig, she had no idea what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, but did it anyway, which is exactly like me right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do an ad read real quick for uh for a quick thing. So, Ooh. did you know that the pages of Gaming Magazine are coming to life this July in New York City? Mm, mm, it's absolutely fantastic. The Big Apple, yes, gaming is going to be there. You can join 6,000 of your fellow gamers at this unique convention that celebrates all things queer geekery, from streamers to indie games, triple A's, cosplay, and even drag icons. Did somebody say drag show? Yes, there will be a drag show. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, There is going to be something for everyone. So you can head over to gaming.live. That's www.gaming.live to find out more and grab tickets for the event. I'm going to be there. There is going to be a bunch of other queer, amazing people there. So please get on down to New York City. Come to uh, to to the Gaming Live first ever convention. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And we hope to see you there that sounds so now fun. yeah honestly i'm i'm really hyped uh, i've never well i've been to new york once but i was very young mm-hmm. so i'm i'm really hyped to actually like go back there and like experience the culture which i say that because it's like it's america right but i feel like the different places have very different you're just gonna eat a hot dog US, on the street so. and a piece of pizza and that's gonna be it for you yeah that's that's gonna be it that's, <laughs> no there's there's some culture in new york city yeah there's culture there Mm-hmm. I, I want to get I want to get like um, I want to go for for like breakfast or brunch or something and get like real good bagels. I don't think I've ever yeah. had a, like a good a bagel. New York bagel. Yeah. There you go. A New York bagel. bagel. That's, that's what I want in my life. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also like the, the like the, the traditional pizza slice as well. Yep. You can get mm. like dirt cheap pizza which is apparently amazing. Yeah it is. Well. Yeah. I want to go to a bodega. Uh, just just in general, because apparently like New Yorkers are obsessed with bodegas and don't think that uh, that convenience stores exist in any other part of the world <laughs> I've seen, apparently, according to Twitter. So uh, that'll be an interesting experience for me. I will tell you if my life has changed afterwards. It'll be great. It'll be absolutely fantastic. OK, uh, now moving on, Katie, it is time for your spotlight. We're going to go ahead and get to know you a little bit more yay so um i know that you've been streaming for around four years now i think yeah you you started streaming uh, around the time before the storm came out yeah i started streaming november 2017 so we're coming Mm -hmm. up on four five years almost oh my gosh we're like i can't math is really hard five months away two no six months away i think six months (sighs) away yeah so we're like four and a half years yeah we'll go with that four and a half years oh yeah oh yeah 
Um, how's the like the content creation ha- experience been for you? How's the journey been in general? What would you say are the highlights, and how have you gone about like cultivating such an, ex- an inclusive community? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because. When I was younger, I was really into YouTube. I loved YouTube. I loved just being mm-hmm. weird and putting myself, you know, on YouTube. And um, I, I remember like when I was 16, I, I attempted to do blog TV, which is what this really old, old live streaming platform. Uh, it was such a weird platform. Honestly, there was literally nothing except for turning your camera on and having a little chat room. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I think there was always this a part of me, you know, from such an early age um, and then I, I, I got the part of Steph in the game and, um, I had a friend at the time tell me I should stream it on Twitch and I hadn't, I didn't know about this world at all. Um, had no idea about what Twitch was. I hadn't even heard of it. Um, mm. and it sounded like so interesting to me. And I, I went on to their channel and, you know, played the game with them on their channel. And then we had people from Twitter, um, cause I had, I had resurrected my Twitter um, because I believe Webb, the performance director of True Colors and the game, co-game director of, of Before the Storm had told me, oh, you should put, you know, do a Twitter again. And I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I had a bunch of people from Twitter come over who some of them are still in my community to this day, which is just insane. Like four and a half years and they're still here. It's amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, so people in the chat were like, hey, you should make your own channel. You should make your own channel. I'm like, what does that mean? What do I do? I remember streaming from like my crappy laptop, you know, like in my kitchen Mm. uh, where my my first inspirational words of wisdom stream was created. Um, And then suddenly people, you know, were were donating for me to get a PlayStation 4. And before I knew it, a week week later, I had a PlayStation 4. And then I started streaming from that. And, you know, I just enjoyed being able to, to talk with people and and yeah, I don't know. It was just it was just a really close knit community in the beginning. And I had a, an amazing boost from the game. You know, I had an amazing boost from the fandom of, of Life is Strange. So I'm to this day, always, always grateful for that, um, because I know how hard it is um, to get started as a streamer on Twitch. And um, so mm-hmm. I, you know, was very lucky to have that boost. Um, and then I somehow got partnered from a PlayStation, from streaming on a PlayStation, which was crazy. Uh, eventually, yeah, just time over time, I've developed um, what I've got now with all my technology. Even though sometimes it still doesn't work, um, you know. Yep, but, yep. Um, no, that's absolutely right. It always mm-hmm. breaks. But yeah, like we've just updated over the years, and um, yeah, the the community. Like I said, um, you know, I I really have so much to owe to Life is Strange and to to Web and to Zach and to people who gave me a, a chance, you know, and with this character, uh, because it changed my entire life. You know, I think like, like it mm-hmm. really did. It changed my life. I would not be sitting here talking with you guys right now today if I was not a part of Life is Strange, if Webb did not cast me as Steph Gingrich. And I would not have met these so many people I see in this chat right now. Like, I, it's just incredible. So I have so much to owe to Life is Strange and to Deck Nine and to mm-hmm. Square Enix. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. I just... I'm, I like to be a, an inspirational person to people. I like to be a motivational person to people. I like to share what's going on in my life and, I, and hope that it will also help somebody else who's going through something. So I've always been super vulnerable. I've always been, you know, super open and just like ready to just be there for people. And I think that mm-hmm. because of the type of people that this game brings in, I have the same type of people who are just like me in my chat with me. So it just keeps creating and just keeps, you know, it's like 
positive energy attracts positive energy. So it's just like these mm. people, we just keep attracting more people like us. And so this community is just growing into such a wonderful thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I um I I, I dropped by last night, obviously. That's the thing I was just going to mention. Like for the audio listeners, again, this is terrible. But um, Katie in the background of uh, her setup has uh, these flowers that she she pins to her um, these these paper flowers. Sorry, not actual flowers that she she pins to her door and writes uh, subby names on there. The names of subs who who have um, done tier three or or gifted a bunch of subs. And like it's the little things like that that I just think are so cute that are like culminate to say like how how just in general like how wholesome that community is and how much you give back to your community in general to say yes we're all in this together it's not just about you it's about all of us this is and this that's just the evidence of that i, I love to see it yeah. absolutely thank you yeah thank you absolutely i remember like those early streams as well i think i even remember like the stream that you got partnered i think you were playing like uncharted I and was. You were, like hiding in a bush uh, yeah i was just playing uncharted 4 yeah that that yeah. game is always near and dear to me because i got partnered playing that game yeah um, <laughs> yeah and yeah like jamie has been like in the community for since the beginning too like jamie i think originally found me from twitter yeah, I did because uh, Web actually like tweeted out about your account. Like, yeah, going with the D and D This guy, is your right? account. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Web. I love that. Yeah, Web got me back on Twitter, and then I got Web into streaming. I love that. <laughs> I love the full circle. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Web, Web is wonderful. It kind of leads into like the uh, the next question of um, since your time as a content creator. Um, uh, do you find like any content uh, inspires you, whether it be on other content creators, TV shows, movies or other stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that watching. So I think that watching sometimes is better than doing because you can learn a lot from from watching other content creators. Um, and that's such a really important thing. And I think so many times with uh, with streaming, especially um, if your schedule is so packed with streaming like it is for me right now, um, I'm not able to hop in as much as I, I used to or want to hop into people's streams. But I absolutely love going out and checking so much, like checking people that I don't know, just going on the browse section of Twitch, going and finding different musicians. That's probably one of my favorite things to do. I'm not a musician, but I love finding musicians on Twitch because there's mm. so much talent out there. And I don't know, it's just like, it's just cool to see whatever other people are doing. You know, you can maybe like see, get some new ideas, see how people are interacting with their communities. It's just really great to learn that way. So whenever I have that opportunity to hop in to people's streams and uh, just see what's going on is, is, is something that I try to do as often as I can. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that like again. That's awesome. Like you get inspiration from so many different places, yeah. and it's it's just uh, it's always it's always great to like bring kind of like not not like stealing from other people, but no. to to let them inspire you and and bring like ideas into your own creative space and and just let that like kind of blossom. Yeah, and, and it's great. I don't think that's the thing like that I've experienced at least is that nobody ever thinks anything is stealing, you know, like people, yeah, yeah. because like, I know a lot of people who have done like, you know, their ornaments or ornaments or, or things mm -hmm. since seeing mm -hmm. it online. And that's amazing. That just means that they are like, Oh, cool. And that's, that's great. It's another way for them to, to bring support in. And it's another way for them to show support. And I love that so much. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I got the idea 
So I had a friend, a streamer friend tell me, oh, Katie, you should do dornaments every single, every my friend Nucci. And I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. You know, and I had remembered um, my friend Trey, she has stars. She just has stars every single month. And I, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, I think, um, what did I, she, she does the five gifted subs. And so I used her idea of the five gifted subs as a starting point for what I was doing with these new dornaments that my friend Nucci had given me the idea for. So it's just like, it's never stealing. It's just trying to like uplift each other. And yeah, I was just mm-hmm. like so grateful that my friend just like, like gave me that idea. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I remember like something similar, like back in the day, like a friend of mine uh, was doing something very, very similar, except they were like, I think they were like writing on their own face, okay. which is a little bit much yeah. uh, for me. So I think I ended up getting these like little, like little tiny gem kind of stickers. Yeah. And it was basically like, uh, like bejeweling my own face for every sub that came along. Yeah. Obviously, it's a very long time ago. Yeah, you just turn um, them into whatever you feel comfortable with and whatever speaks exactly. to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just so nice to see how it adapts and change yeah. for every content creator too. And, and there's the spin that they put on those things. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, going over to Life is Strange again. Uh, one thing uh, with Steph's character, obviously beautifully played. You do the role fantastically. Um, the one thing I love about how, how her character was written is that, again, she's unashamedly herself, how uh, she's she's openly queer. She doesn't have any reservations about it. Well, in the main game, at least, uh, she just like, again, you can walk up to, is it Diane? Is that the yeah, character's name? In the, in the yeah, cavern, and yeah. literally just start flirting and uh, to, to cause the distraction. And uh, great, absolutely fantastic. Super important representation, obviously, for the LGBTQRA plus community. Did you have any expectations when you started started the role, playing the role, that you would have th- that kind of reception? How has the reception been for you from the community? Yeah, no, it's been really, really amazing. Um, I When I first got the role, um, I had no idea, like, I had no idea. I just knew that she was a and d like, stage manager lesbian mm-hmm. like that's what I got that's that was literally what I got she was 16 she was all these things and I was like cool like I can I can do this that's great not knowing that you know five years later she would you know develop into this amazing character that again would speak to so many people and um you know I've always been um an ally a part of the LGBTQI plus community um and I I've learned so much more about this beautiful community and how open Mm. and how accepting because yeah, like coming in and, and, you know, I'm an ally and, and being able to play this lesbian, you're always like, okay, is this going to be, is this going to be taken, you know, in the right way? Are they going to support this? You know, and they did. And it was amazing. And I love that because of course I want to make sure that I'm bringing justice to this character. And I want to make sure that I'm helping to, create this beautiful representation um, for for everybody out there who, you know, is already out, who's coming out, who's questioning, you know, who they are and 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 uh, what they like. And I just wanted to make sure that I was bringing justice to that, um, mm. you know, as an ally and to have the response from from people all over the world has shown me that, you know, it, it, it went it went OK. And, and I'm really, really happy and, and grateful for that. Um, and yeah, the writers, man, they they are amazingly talented. Those writers are amazingly talented. The writer room, mm-hmm. they knew exactly where they wanted to go with Steph. And every mm-hmm. time I got a script for her, it was so easy just to bring her to life. It was so easy. 
And like, it's so funny because I'm just so connected to her now, you know, but when I, uh, when I went back to the character for True Colors, like I was nervous, you know, because again, like we had this really amazing character that developed into a fan favorite character. And I wanted to make sure that again, like I was bringing justice to what these folks already knew from BTS. And uh, so I had a little bit of like worry of like, oh my gosh, is it going to be the same stuff? Is it like, how do we do this? But um, over time, you know, it just was so natural for me to jump back into her. Mm -hmm. Actually kind of blends into like the next question a little bit because um, like around the the time before True Colors was even announced, you obviously had to keep, you know, the reprisal of Steph a massive secret. So I kind of want to know a little bit like how hard was it and like did you have any like special techniques and like how to prevent saying oh oh oh, hey i'm coming back hello yeah well every single day for like two years i had people in my chat saying like what robot said life is steph i want another game where's steph is life we need a life is steph like all the time like i'd be playing i don't know league of legends or some random game and somebody be like man i really miss steph you know it was just always this thing that i had to continue to just be like oh yeah that's yeah I know I miss her too like she was so fun to play um in the very beginning it was definitely hard but it just it just became such a like off the shoulder thing I'd be like ah yeah it sucks you know she's gone you know whatever you know (laughs) um but yeah it was definitely because I had to travel a lot for the game I actually just um I I started putting up my vlog series from my time working on it from like back in 2019 so it's up on YouTube now and, and and I'm gonna have the series be coming out uh, so you guys, if anybody is interested, you guys can go watch my um, my journey with working on the game. Um, but yeah, I had to travel the entire time. And so I'd miss like two weeks of streams and I would just lie to my community and tell them I was going to work on short films or going to see my family in a state that they didn't live in. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot, but oh. it was, it, yeah, that's just, that, that's what we have to do, you know? Yeah, and uh, if if we were to ask you now, do you think we'll ever see Steph coming back in the in the future? I I what would you say to that? I wish I don't know. I I would love to Deck Nine. If you're out there, you're listening Mm -hmm. to this right now. Screenix, if you're out there, you're listening to this. I'm ready. I would love to be Steph again. I'm serious. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything for you guys, but uh, I would 100% play Steph. Totally. Like I feel Mm -hmm. ready now. Like how I was in the transition before BTS and True Colors, and like being nervous about it. Like I could jump into Steph like immediately right now. But I don't yeah. know, like, I, I don't know if 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 she will come back. I don't know, because I feel like we got such a nice story with her in the DLC. And I don't know where we would go. I don't know where, you know, it seemed like such a nice mm. little bookend. Mm. Um, but a part of me is just crossing my fingers that maybe we'll see her again. I don't know. I don't know. Though. Mm. I promise, guys, I literally don't know anything. I don't know. <laughs> they, they think I'm probably lying right now, but I really I don't, uh, we, I don't you, know anything. I'm gonna assume that you're telling the truth. I at this am point, telling in which the case, truth. Like, deck nine, get on that. We need we need more Steph in future games, even uh, if it's so, just like a cameo or, or yeah, something, just put her in a cameo, we, just like put her in. We there. need more like impromptu trips to Kansas, please. I know, I know. Just, when I go back to Kansas, that's when you guys will know that I uh, yeah know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's how you know, and of uh, of course, Steph is a uh, beloved as well for being a massive nerd uh like we've mentioned she has a love of music uh D, larping um absolutely i feel like that's why it's connected so well with with some of us here also massive nerds ourselves mm-hmm. who are into very much the same thing uh is there anything that you personally nerd out over 
Oh, I wish I could say I am so in love in, with D&D and I also DM, but I don't. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not much of a nerd, to be honest with you, in, in the sense of like those kind of things like role playing and, and tabletop RPG. Um, I appreciate it and I respect the heck out of it. And I've done mm -hmm. it multiple times. Um, I did enjoy I did the uh, kids with bicycles um, tabletop. Um, gameplay, which was super fun. That was probably my 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 favorite tabletop I've done so far. Um, but I've I've done I've dabbled in a couple of different tabletop games. But mm -hmm. Steph is definitely way more nerdier than I am. She's so much nerdier, but she's taught me I mean, a lot. You you can nerd out uh, over anything. It's like, is there anything that you're super super passionate about? Oh, uh, I mean, I I I guess I'm really passionate about music. I like music mm -hmm. a lot. Um, I really enjoy music. I think music is is such a reset it can be such a reset for so many of us and there's a there's a song literally for any kind of emotion you want to feel or want to stay in or want to change you know um i definitely mm. really really do love music and i love all sorts of music like i have a very eclectic taste in music and i have for such a long time and um yeah like i was telling my chat the other day like i have a country station on my radio station in my car right now um a lot of people are like why are you listening to country because it can be good country's good but yeah just all sorts of music um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like my life is just very much streaming and, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know, well, can you nerd out on like plants? I like plants. Yeah, I love plants. Yeah. You could be a plant nerd. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely a totally. plant nerd. I'm, I'm going to grow a pineapple. You're going to grow a pineapple. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to grow a pineapple. I mean, you're in the, I I, I'm it, assuming you're in the right climate for it. So, I put it, yeah, in, a, I put it in, a, in a water thing. Like I put it in a jar with water. So it's going to grow. And I'm excited about mm. it. I did murder a date the other day, though. Not a, not like a date. And like I didn't go on a date and murder somebody. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. I need to be, be careful. Um, I like a date plant, a date palm plant. Um, It died. Uh, But I, I am growing a little pepper. So I definitely am a nerd <sighs> with plants. Yes. And then I've uh, gotten really into um, cooking, like healthy cooking. And mm. I love it so much. I had to do it um, because I was uh, developing, I've been de developing some um, immune issues. Um, so um, immunocompromised. And I was like forced to kind of change everything and switch everything up. But now it's just like, I love it. Mm. It's become a second kind of, it's just a hobby of mine to cook and, and to figure out what I can do and what I can throw together. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess nerding out on cooking and, and plants is my thing. Yeah. Do you have any like go-to recipes to go uh, to make? Yeah. Like, okay. So there's this really good one. Um, you can, I love cauliflower and you can do so much with cauliflower, uh, but you can do like mm. a cauliflower burrito bowl um, and just like Ooh. take the cauliflower. That sounds good. Yeah, it's so good. Take the cauliflower, like, you know, uh, put it like olive oil and a bunch of different seasonings and like, you know, put it in a bowl and mix it on up and then throw it in the oven. Um, and then take some um, black beans and put them like heat them up and then like make them into like refried beans. Uh, get some guacamole, make your guacamole, make some uh, your own pico de gallo and uh, get some rice if you want rice or like quinoa and just like, there you go. That's a really easy one. Or uh, uh, stuffed zucchini boats. Those are good. Ooh. Rice and like any, whatever kind of ground turkey or beef or chicken you want to use. You could make it like vegan too and use like some kind of soy thing. Um, yeah, and just pet load that up, scoop out the, the zucchinis. 
Honestly, when when we went live today, I did not think we were going to be getting uh, cooking tips with Katie Benz, but I'm very, very glad that that we've arrived at this destination. Yeah, right now. I love mm-hmm. it. It's been mm-hmm. so fun. Like I'm just yeah, and I've made bread recently. Okay, I am I am very much nerding out on food. Like I made my own bread, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's any people who make bread out there, but we made bread, and I did it on stream and uh, twice, but yeast free which is wild. Most people are like, how do you make bread that without yeast? It works. I don't know. Yeast-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, egg-free. Wow. Well, yeah. What is it? Right. It, huh? It's bread and it, and it turned out really well. And there's just something, I don't know, like there's just something so cool about being able to know exactly what's in your food because so many mm-hmm. times we don't like, especially in processed foods, we're like growing up just eating whatever, but it, it sucks that it takes like a life altering, you know, disorder to make you like be like all right i need to pay attention to what i'm putting in my body and then you start Mm -hmm. looking at all the ingredients and learn about these ingredients and what these ingredients are doing to your body and it's like ah dang um but i don't know there's just something very rewarding about cooking knowing that everything you're eating is fresh that you can you know pronounce the names of them and yeah it's just special Mm -hmm. like it made like then i hadn't had a burger in so long because i i just i can't you know but I made just kind of this makeshift burger with my bread and I, I got like turkey patties or something and, and I made it and it was just so good. It tasted amazing because like, I don't know, you just knew it was in it. It was so cool. That is amazing. And of course you can eat it and you did it yourself. So yeah. uh, that's, that's a, but honestly, like I am so jealous of people who can actually like who take the time to cook and who can cook. I'm a terrible cook. I, I I do things so wrong. I you just, just have just to obviously... follow the instructions because I also like so, like I mean I'm not perfect in my cooking. I tried to make I tried to make these like gluten free pumpkin pancakes the other day and they did not work out. They just didn't work out. Mm. I just had this crap inside of a pan and I I ended up because I don't like wasting stuff. I just ended up eating mushy weird half raw pancake things and of course I didn't <laughs> tell anybody about that because like you know. That was a fail. And now the and now the and now everybody, yeah, everybody knows. knows. Now the world knows. Um, so, but yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Like, just make sure start out easier. You know, start out easier and mm-hmm. make sure you have literally all the ingredients it calls for and just follow the directions. It's so yeah. It can be so simple, but timing is definitely like I spend, mm-hmm. I spend like three hours probably a day just on making food. For myself i see uh i see chat is screaming out spicy oatmeal i did see oh. that tweet do you want to explain that, oh, that means? okay that's not cooking in a sense but that's okay yeah so two <laughs> days ago or three days ago i had a day i just had a day and i think my that might have been the same day i also broke a mason jar i'm not sure probably um but yeah like i was doing a bunch of stuff i was doing my morning routine and you know all that stuff and making oatmeal and yeah, I, I went to go get the cinnamon and uh, put the cinnamon in my oatmeal and then we called it done and take it back to my uh, bedroom. And I decided to take a bite of it. And I was like, why does this taste so weird? And it took like a couple of seconds for it to start burning my tongue. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with this oatmeal? And then I was like, <laughs> is that paprika? And I was like, oh, my God, this is cayenne pepper. No way that's yeah that's Are really bad kind of yeah oh my God. and i was like i my mouth was on fire and i was like this sucks like i just wasted all this food and i was like can i eat this so i took another bite to just determine if i was going to be able to eat this and i was like no because guess what 
when you use cayenne pepper in any kind of recipe, you do literally a dash of cayenne pepper, mm-hmm. a dash, right? Yeah. When you use cinnamon in a recipe, you 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 put a little bit of extra cinnamon on there because you want it to taste real good, right? So yeah, there was yeah. a crap ton of cayenne pepper in this oatmeal. And yeah, sure enough, I went back to my cabinet and that's the video you guys saw. Yeah. I was like, where mm-hmm. was this? And mm-hmm. it was right there. Yeah, that was that was a that was. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened. But it does feel like there should be like a like a hot ones themed with like oatmeal where it just gets progressively spicier. Yeah. Supposedly there's like savory oatmeals, which I didn't know about. Like uh, I can't even remember the name of them. It's like uh, if you've ever had a bagel with locks, they have those like little green pea things. They're not peas. What are those called? Um, Capers? Yeah, those things. Capers? Like you yeah. can like have that in your oatmeal and like make it like savory. So I don't know. Ooh, maybe some, maybe out okay. there someone puts cayenne pepper in their oatmeal and makes it savory. A, a little pickle juice, I guess, in there with your capers. Yeah, like, that's maybe that sounds. I don't know. Cursed, honestly. Yeah, but I'd yeah, rather have cinnamon. people. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Me too. Honey, cinnamon. Sip, sim, I can't even say the word cinnamon. Yeah, yeah honey, that would, sounds amazing. Sugar. There's so much good stuff, but yeah, all the sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I started doing coconut sugar now. Oh. So yeah, I've done like, I do so alternative cooking. Like I try to take away like as much as I can. So like the sweeteners I use are maple syrup, honey, and coconut sugar. Those are the sweeteners I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I didn't even know that coconut sugar was an, uh, a me thing. Either, so me either. Me either until I looked it yeah. up. Yeah. And it's like super easy to get. And then it's it tastes fine. It makes it sweet and it's from a coconut. So yeah. All, all the best healthy cooking tips over at uh, Katie Bent's yeah. stream. You just got to pop on over there. I'm going to be coming in. I'm going to be asking you for your alternatives now. Yeah, no, that's, please that's do. I'm serious. Like I've been having mm-hmm. people message me in the community asking me for recipes and like suggestions. And I'm like, this is cool. I love this. I'll, yeah. So if you have any questions, I'm I'm your go to mm-hmm. for now, I guess. I'm not I wouldn't say that I am experienced, but I'm learning, but I'm happy to mm-hmm. help. Well, speaking of questions, Jamie, I, I believe you have a, another question going back I, to Life is Strange. I do. And it's kind of, it's, yeah, kind of. It's going to talk about um, LARPs a little bit in live action roleplay. Yeah. Now, if you were to create your own character in live action roleplay or D&D, who would they be? What would they be like? And would they be good or evil? Ooh, I like the good or evil one. I don't know about that one. Um, but I would love to play an archer um, of some sort. I don't know. I'm like in love with Ash from League of Legends. She's like an elf archer. And she's wonderful. I think that might have been when I played D&D for the first time. I think I had like an elf archer. I think that's who I was. And just because I think it's so cool. It's like a femme fatale like character. And I just like a badass character. I don't know. It's yeah, it's very much like Aloy from Horizon 2. You know, she's not an elf, but you know, she's an archer. And uh, I don't know. I just like love that so much. So maybe that in LARP form. And I don't know. I also did play a, um, oh, now the, some of the classes are escaping my brain. Um, a rogue, I, I played a rogue, what did I do? Halfling, that's what I played. I played a rogue halfling in another D&D campaign because I wanted that like, you know, like that evil kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. going behind the everybody's back kind of situation. I don't know. I think I want to make her good. I'll make the archer good. Yeah. Yeah. For this one. Uh, uh- Aligned good, a chaotic good or neutral good or, or, or let's do, how are you going with that? Let's do neutral good. Yeah. Neutral maybe good. she'll like, okay. you know, slip into something, you know, evil and she'll have to like figure it out and pay <laughs> people back for, so, I don't know. I don't know, but I like that. I honestly, I would mm-hmm. totally do LARPing. 
people were going to the Ren Fair. It was it was over here in, in California, I think two weekends ago. And I was like, oh, I would have totally gone. I should I would love that. Mm. I would love that because I enjoy like like I'm not a cosplayer, but I enjoy dressing up and I enjoy, you know, putting on a different like appearance and doing that thing. And I've never been to a Ren Fair like in in like actuality i think i've like walked by I, one i have friends i have friends who've, who've gone to them and they look fantastic and i'm so jealous that and i've never seen something like that in the uk there probably is but nowhere near me yeah. and i'm so jealous of of those fantastical costumes so and the fact that i just get to to dress up and just walk around and just pretend you're in that time that sounds amazing yeah, and there's so many honestly. cool vendors um because when i did like i i guess i did go to one like a long time ago but i didn't dress up like it was very like i didn't know where i was like it was so just out of my element um but there were so many cool vendors i remember and just like everybody just in mm. theme and in costume it was really cool so yeah i would totally do larp and i would be into it and um yeah if ever if ever there was an opportunity that arise that arose Mm, I will say, like, taking it back to Life is Strange, um, the LARP uh, section of the game of True yeah. Colors, I think that was my favorite <laughs> section in the entire game. Honestly, like, everything, it kind of, like, ramped up the whole game, didn't I? And let me just tell you, like, chapter five, was it chapter four? Uh, like, some of the, like, the mind stuff mm-hmm. later on. I don't want to get too deep into spoilers. That was amazing, too. But, like, when the, the LARP stuff, uh, when when I think Erica's character, Alex, just, like, starts feeling the, the joy emotions from Ethan, mm-hmm. and then the area just transforms around them into what it becomes. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. I love this so much. This is just, like... It's so good. I, it's so good. And we hadn't seen that before in a Life is Strange game. It was this fantastical world mm-hmm. that like these devs yeah. got to create. And I was so excited for them. Like I'm sure. And foreshadowing out. too. Oh yeah. It was totally A lot of people didn't get didn't... that. And they're like, wait a second. Yeah. And they remember it back. And they're like, hey, hold up here a second. To be fair, I didn't get that until just now. Yo, I just wait, like, really? yeah, I, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's just like. Be saying foreshadow that was just the light bulb yeah. going off there. It's like the realization. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, it's, it's so good though. Um, I will say though, uh, getting into into your 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 character and into your role, um, as the game ramps up and you get these more and more like emotional. The game is about emotion yeah. in general, but as you get into these more like um emotional dialogue and situations, uh, like saying you're playing D and D with Mikey or even with Steph. Or, or Steph, sorry, reminiscing about Gabe. Mm. Um, how did you prepare to take on such like heavy scenes? Um, I know that the production as well featured uh, motion capture, yeah. didn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, did, did that change your approach at all? Or, um, or well, I mean, that just work the fact that like we were able to do a uh, full performance capture. So they're capturing our yeah. face, our body and our voice all in one. So that just is so much more helpful um, mm-hmm. being able to perform everything at once and being able to use your body to help your voice, use your voice to help your body. Like, you know, everything is connected and it just makes that entire experience so much real as an actor. Um, because doing straight voiceover in a booth, like, I mean, you have like voiceover actors are incredibly skilled at what they do at bringing characters to life with just their voice. Um, but yeah, having the, the full performance capture was amazing and yeah, I don't know. I think I was just really excited to finally be able to portray Steph in, in this emotional way 
because we had never seen her like that before, like that emotional. And yeah, the, the, the scenes with, uh, the, with Mikey, like I was so excited, you know, to, to hear those back and to see what it all looked like coming through. And, uh, I was really pleased with it and, uh, really proud of, 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 of what they created and, and proud of my performance. And yeah, I don't know, but getting into those, those moments, like I just kind of like, I'm not a method actor cat. Oh, yeah, cat? yeah. Sorry. No, look at the little um, Machi's, Machi's making his uh, his usual podcast appearance again. He's going to start screaming any moment I now. I just in order like to... that we just see the sit. All we can see is the mm-hmm. sit. No head. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't even. See... Oh, there's go. And he's oh, gone. There you go. Oh, um, he'll be back. He he screams a lot uh, during these podcasts, oh, and man. I apologize every single time. No, you're but, fine. Yeah, I just um... can't not. I see a cat. I have to acknowledge cat. Um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, like I'm not a a method actor in a sense of like, you know, pulling really from like what I've gone through to try and get these emotions. Like I'm able to just kind of like take a moment, just like think sad and just kind of like try and figure out where Steph is at this moment or whatever character I'm I'm working with and just kind of figure out where they're at in that moment and just kind of dial it in and just like really get to where she needs to be for, for me to get to where she needs to be. Um, and just kind of like the switches on and then I go and, um, you know, it, it takes a, a couple takes for me to get in. I'm what there's, there's actors that can get it right off the bat. And then there's actors that need a couple of like takes to like get that sweet spot. And that's, that's kind of how I am. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, again, the writers were able to create this, this really beautiful character and really beautiful scenes. And it was really fun to be able to, to dive into her emotional um, her emotional state when she was dealing with those scenes. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So um, I got an, uh, another question for you. Um, do you have any memorable moments from your time working on the Life is Strange series? Could be during the recording process uh, or both game releases. Uh, what moments uh, do you take forward with you? Uh, just, I think watching the Square Enix presents um, like their, their, present like I, I think it's just them presenting what's going on next in, in Square Enix land mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. yeah watching that knowing knowing that I was going to co-stream it uh and my chat was probably because I had never code streamed any kind of like present things or anything like uh no award shows at that point I've never done that before and so I'm sure people in my chat were like what the heck why are you, where are we co-streaming this for um but yeah I mean I had it already like I was in like a closet 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 cosplay like Steph outfit like I was ready for it and um yeah as soon as she appeared in the trailer like it was just so cool everybody like I had never seen my chat flying so fast it was so fast everyone was like what the heck is happening and so like (laughs) just that moment was so cool just to be able to share that this was going to happen with all of these people that I wanted to share it with so much because I knew that this game was going to help them again and was going to help more people. You know, I just knew it was going to be such an important thing in their lives. And uh, I wanted to share it with them so bad. And and I was finally able to. Um, so yeah, just the moment. And I think that's just whenever you work on any kind of creative project or film or TV show or video game or whatever, like we want the final product to get to the the uh, player or the watcher or the viewer or whatever. Like that's where we want it, you know? That's what we're striving for. So I think that moment when they, we got to announce it and then uh, after the long, what was it? Like six month wait <laughs> for them to get to play it finally. Um, that was awesome too. 
yeah, just being a part of just working with Deck Nine again, I I literally like I speak speak how amazing they are all the time. And I, I know I sound like a broken record, but an amazing, amazing production company full of just wonderful people. And it's the best production company I've ever worked with, hands down. Um, they're amazing. They are amazing what they do. They're so uh, passionate about bringing their stories to life. And they're so passionate about the fans that they've, that they've uh, gathered over the years, you know, through their games mm-hmm. and um, just such kind, kind people. So, yeah. Being able to meet them and, and form friendships with uh, a lot of those people has been amazing. Uh, again, like uh, you, I think that you know the uh, the the way that you you've 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 carried yourself. You speak about Deck Nine and saying that they're fantastic. But obviously, you're you're very fantastic yourself. Oh. Uh, so, I know that you've been doing your content creation for again going on almost five years now. We've talked about yeah. that and. Um, uh, how how long have you how, how how long have you been acting? I've been general? so I started acting when I was fourteen. Um, mm. I yeah, I didn't. Let's see. When I was younger, I like struggled with bullying a lot, as a lot of us again. Like I think that's another very common trait, not trait, but very common thing that we've went through in this community, in my community. Um, and we can all kind of relate to what we've gone through. Uh, but yeah, so it was just, uh, my mom was trying to put me into like dance classes and that kind of thing to try and just like give me just some kind of expression because I was so closed off because of bullying so much. Um, and then, yeah, I was a part of a dance team my freshman year of high school and it was just really catty and like rude. And it was just that stereotypical movie was so weird. I was like, why are people like this? Um, but then I found the drama club and I, you know, it was, I don't even know like why I decided to take it, but I decided to take a drama class and then I became a drama um, and became part of Is that, is that the official that's name? That's the official for, name, at least for, for, for where I went to school. Yeah. We were the dramas and I, the dramas. yeah, I miss that. I miss being part of the dramas. Um, but yeah, it, it just gave me like a, uh, a place where I could feel okay being who I was and that people weren't going to bully me. I could express myself. Mm. I wanted to express myself. And yeah, I remember I, I auditioned for a play. It was the first play I auditioned for ever. And I didn't get cast. And I was like really bummed. And I was like, oh, dang it. Right. Um, and the director had asked me if I wanted to be a student director. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Sure. Um, and then six days before the play was about to go live, the main character got suspended from school for throwing smoke bombs in bath in the boys' bathroom. So, yeah, he got Ooh, kicked out okay. and he couldn't perform anymore. And uh, we were doing "You Can't Take It With You," which we literally only did these old, old. We did like arsenic and old lace and and uh, the Curious Savage, like all these old freaking plays. And I'm like, why can't we do the Lion King? Why can't we do Wicked? Why can't we do something? fun you know um but yeah it was you can't take it with Mm -hmm. you and the role he was playing was grandpa so they just put me in as grandma and um yeah I was like really determined and motivated to learn all of these lines there was I remember there was 206 lines and I remembered them and I didn't need a book on stage and I was really proud of myself and um yeah that's that was my jump start and then I was in several several more plays at school and then went on to go to college and study theater. And then after that, I was like, where do I go from here? I can't sing. I can't dance. I'll go to Los Angeles, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not New York. 
uh, I'll, I'll do the film route. And then, um, yeah, I want to say like the first six months down here, that's when I booked, uh, before the storm. So it was, Oh, hell yeah. That's, yeah, uh, wild. that was quick. That's amazing. I know, that's it was awesome. crazy. I was doing a bunch of, uh, uh, as we were discussing earlier, a bunch of really interesting movies and being on sets with, you know, really interesting people and um, not in good ways. And uh, yeah, and then I just found myself in the video game world. And I just this is where I want to be, especially after like going to the BAFTAs and just meeting amazing people and just seeing the energy around the gaming world. Like, I'm mm. just like, I want to be here. I want to live here. This is where I want to be. I'm so glad that you are in the uh, video game world. Yeah. Um Jumping off of that question, uh, again, this is a dual-barreled question, but um, w- what advice would you would you give anybody who, who maybe wanted to get into content creation mm-hmm. or at the same time, who who maybe wanted to get into acting? I know there's probably very different advice, no. possibly. Yeah, I think no? I okay. think in both situations, like, like you had made an ode to Steph earlier about just like not knowing what she was doing, but just doing it. I think Mm -hmm. you should really just so many people just wait for the perfect time or wait to know, you know, Mm -hmm. when the the right time is or to know all of the things you need to know before you start. Like there are some people like I and and, like that I've run into who have not started their Twitch stream or are waiting to start their Twitch channel until they have all their overlays until they have everything they want to be perfect. And I'm like, when is perfect? Like is perfect? Is that going to be in a year? Like perfect never exists, you know? And if mm-hmm. we wait till perfect, we're just going to keep sitting on our butts, not doing anything because we're worried about not being perfect. And especially as a creative, like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like we're always learning, we're always developing. And that's the beautiful thing about creating and learning from the people around us, you know, is that, um, yeah, it's never going to be perfect and we're always going to be learning, mm-hmm. but yeah, just jump into it, just jump into it. Um, you know, uh, with, with, uh, with streaming, with voice, with acting, um, you know, there's a good, there's starting points, you know, just try to try to find some casting site online, try to do research on agents, try to just, um, see where you can, you know, find, find, uh, short films to be a part of or student films to be a part of. And, um, yeah. And then just start building your resume and start building your reel and yeah, just start it though. But just that's just with anything. I think mm-hmm. the the pandemic has put us in a very complacent spot. Um, and a lot of us are just kind of stuck here in a limbo. And we're like, oh, I really want to do this one thing. Or I want to I really want to move. I want to do this. And I just don't know how. The first thing to do is take that step forward. And you truly know exactly what you need to do to take that step forward. But you're just scared. And that's okay. But Sometimes the unknown can be super beautiful and that could be, you know, the, the greener grass on the other side. And yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some solid, solid advice right there. <laughs> now, um, that was, that was fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for all of, of, of the answer to your questions. And then we do like to finish with something, a little something we call quick fire. Yay questions I love these. it's a little bit different uh it's it's not necessarily stream of consciousness just uh just answer like honestly whatever comes off the top of your head and i'm gonna let jamie give you the first question okay okay first question berlin salem or the middle of the ocean middle of the ocean hell yeah uh what was the one game that defined your childhood spyro who is your favorite video game character oh um oh my gosh um uh hellblade um uh senua? Yeah, senua. 
Okay. Didn't say Steph. Ooh. Ooh. I, I can't kidding, say my own character. That's <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm just, I'm just ribbing. I'm just ribbing. <laughs> uh, what game do you want most want a sequel to? Uh, can it? Well, I mean, Hellblade, but it's already coming out, so I guess I'm okay. happy. Um, <laughs> that works. <laughs> Who would be your dream sh- uh, stream guest? Oh. Alive or dead? Mm-hmm. Anybody? Ooh, a dream stream guest. Um, oh my gosh. I got to I got to watch uh, Julian um, play Life is Strange, True Colors, which is amazing. And he just seems such a like a lovely person. And my chat was like talking about me playing Fortnite with him. That would be fun. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Julian. That'd be great. That'd be great. Have him on. There we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, which game are you most looking forward to coming out this year? Or have you had the most fun with this year so far? Um, I really I don't know when Stray is coming out, but I need more information on that. I want to play that game mm. so much. Like, I don't know. It just seems so fun. Um, Jack got cats for the win. Let's I go. know. Just backpack cats. Yeah. <laughs> if you were marooned on an island, what free games would you want to have with you? League of Legends, uh, Tetris, and I don't know. Um, uh, I need another one. Something that's like chill. Uh, Stardew Valley. There you go. Uh, that works. Yeah. Uh, which game has the best soundtrack? Life is Strange. <laughs> okay, I'm, I said I wasn't going to say Steph, but like, I don't know. Life is Strange games, particularly mm-hmm. Life is Strange 2. Mm. Very cool. Very cool. Sorry, now, this this last question, you are free to take as much time on this as you like. Okay. Jamie's got it for you. Okay, so where can people find your content oh. and what have you got coming up on your channel? Yeah, um, well, I am Katie Bentz on Twitch and Twitter. And then over on Instagram, I'm Katie Bentz official. I'm also Katie Bentz on YouTube as well. Um, I'm very, uh, I try to be as active as I can across all of my social medias. My Twitch is the most active than Twitter, than Instagram, than YouTube. Um, but yeah, there's a, also, I think I have a link tree too that has like the Discord. You guys can come join the Discord. It's super fun. Um, I do cameos. I also um, have uh, been doing Streamly's. So there's tons of different ways to interact with me. Um, but yeah, I'm very responsive on Twitter though. Hell yes. And, uh, my lovely co-host, what have you got coming up on your channel? Where can people find your content? Um, most people can find me on Jamie voiceover, um, over on Twitch and same thing on Twitter. Um, my content's very sporadic. It's just kind of like what I'm feeling like at the moment. Um, I normally like talk about like charity events whenever they're coming up like a month or so in advance. So keep an eye on that. Um, yeah, that's, that's all really what I've got going on at the moment. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, you can find all my stuff over at twitch.tv forward slash Miabyte as usual, just playing uh, cute and cozy games and other stuff. Probably Fortnite, to be honest. This is just going to be Fortnite. I'm going to streamer with you. I think we're just, let's, let's do it. Let's go. The future is Fortnite. <laughs> it's not just the kids playing anymore. It's the grown-ups now, too. Thank you very much. Now the boomers have come in, all the kids are going to be like, I don't want to play this no more. Good. I don't want to play this <laughs> game no more. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. This has been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you both uh, for coming. You're absolutely wonderful to have you on the show, Katie. And uh, Jamie, it's always great to see you. So thank okay. you so much for for giving up your time and being yeah, here. Yeah, this was amazing. Uh, I hope you had fun. This was amazing. Thank you so fantastic. much for having me, seriously. And you're both amazing hosts, co-hosts. I appreciate it so much. And everybody watching thank you guys so much for being here yes exactly thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of the gaming podcast live we will be back in two weeks time with the next episode of the podcast so make sure you tune in then 
Uh, but that's not all, is it, Mia? Uh, what's coming up this week on Let's Go Gaming? Yes, also, we have the Let's Go Gaming show. This is every week you can come and hang out on a Thursday or Wednesday, I believe. And uh, just hang out, come and see myself, join myself and some awesome queer content creators. It changes every single week as we play all manner of video games. Uh, Our next episode, again, it's not confirmed whether it's Wednesday or Thursday this week, but it's going to be 8 p.m. UK time. Uh, And we're going to have the lovely, lovely Shora, uh, musician Shora, and another guest on the show so be sure to join us live right here on twitch.tv forward slash gaming mag do not miss out it's always a fun time Mm -hmm. you can follow the gaming mag channel here on twitch or subscribe to our youtube channel so you don't miss any of these amazing shows and of course podcasts can be listened back at any time on all major podcast platforms and if you're listening there now come over to our twitch and watch us live just head over to twitch.tv forward slash gaming mag exactamundo but i will say This has been a fantastic experience. It's been so great having you both on the show. And everybody who watched, thank you too for joining us. In the meantime, do not forget to keep reading Gaming Magazine on the website, watching all the shows, doing all the things, and we will see you all very, very soon. Goodbye for now, everybody. Bye. 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 Take care.